Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. We're so glad to have as our guest in our show today, Sharon Wright. Sharon works with free-hearted female solopreneurs who struggle to be visible online and she helps them to fully claim their authentic voice so that they can capture the hearts of their clients. Welcome, Sharon. Sharon, we are so excited to have you today on our podcast. And especially so because I know you're a woman all about free expression. I certainly am. (laughs) When I was reading over some of your initial notes, I was reading that you're all about falling in love, in fact, with your own expression. And I'm super curious, what is that to you? Yeah, falling in love with your expression. The reason I said that as well, and the reason I feel that is because I've been teaching people to sing for probably about 25 years now. And the amount of people who come to me saying that they hate their own voices because they've heard it played back to them or they've they've heard a recording of themselves or something like that. And they've said, oh, I really hate my voice, you know. And of course, the voice carries our expression. It's not just the the only thing about our expression. But I think that just hearing that so many times just makes me realize if you hate just one part of your body, how can you love the whole thing? You know, because it's so connected. It's actually what brings forth our expressions. That's really why I got with the idea that actually falling in love with your voice is falling in love with you, with yourself. You've got straight in my heart already. (laughs) That's really beautiful what you're saying. And I'm curious, what's your journey to get to where you are today? Well, I was one of those people who didn't like my own voice. And I would say that I've struggled with low self-esteem for a big part of my life. And it was probably in my 30s when I started to develop my voice. I was pregnant with my first child when I actually started to learn to sing. I've always been a musician ever since I was about seven, but it'd been the classical route. It had been very controlled. And I felt like I was quite controlled probably at that point. And when I started to sing, there was a lot of tension in my body. There was a lot of tension in my voice. I think that my physical voice, just discovering that helped my metaphorical voice, if you know what I mean. I became more confident. I started to feel there was a voice within me that really needed to come out. There was um, an energetic quality to it that wasn't just at the beginning, for example, it was all about being the best performer, being a really good singer and making heads turn and that kind of pressure to be better and better and better. And it developed into something that was truly healing was all about the energetic quality of my voice rather than actually how I sang 
And I think that developed as well, teaching others, because come, seeing the people come and the, the real trying to have a better voice that actually stopped them from being able to sing well, because it just produced all this tension and it was counterproductive to actually having this free expression and being able to use the voice in a really powerful way. Well, I'm sat here listening to you and I'm hearing your words and I'm also hearing this quality of truth in the tone of your voice and it's inspiring me greatly. In fact, I'm feeling right now like I could just sit and listen to you, never mind asking you questions, woman. (laughs) And to me, it's like through your voice, you get connected to your spirit. That's how it seems to really to your inner authenticity and to who you are. Exactly. It's a a great reconnection to the whole of who you are. So your body, your, your mind, your spirit, your soul, everything. So it becomes, that's why I, I love this kind of holistic feel of singing because your whole body is a, an instrument. Like I said, right at the beginning, you know, you can't just take the voice out and say, well, that's, going to work on its own it all works together and one thing I will add is that it also has something to do with how you live because you can't take your expression and express in one area of your life without living it in another because that doesn't come together either so it's all encompassing really yeah yeah there is this wholeness we are everywhere in all parts of our lives who we are exactly Yeah, it's almost like liberation is through integration. That's what comes to me a little poetically, which I'm sure you'll appreciate, Sharon. Yes, that's great. I love poetry, me. You're a poet too, right? Yeah. 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 You're a poet and a songwriter, right? Yes, I am, yeah. How else does creativity express itself through you? Well, I'm pretty bad at painting, so I'm not going to go there. Painting the house, maybe. I'm not this person who wears flamboyant colors and has these kind of amazing designs in their house. And you can't really tell when you walk into my house that I'm a creative type. But I think it comes out in my writing. It comes out in my expression in other ways. And it's more in the writing. I'm also a freelance email marketer. I've been asked sometimes, where do you get these ideas? Because I'll just come up with something that they'll think, what did that have to do with what we were trying to sell or what we would, but I somehow it just comes to me. And so I, I enjoy writing and I enjoy making things up. And uh, I guess the poetry and the songwriting is, is the way that I do that. And of course, playing the piano, I love, love to play the piano. And I don't follow those classical lines anymore, you know, staring at a book and making sure that I play everything right. I just kind of just, make things up and just let myself express through that as well. And I hear all of the flow in that. And I'm also kind of curious for our listeners as well, like what have you had to let go of in order to come into this place of free, liberated voice? I would say the main thing is the attachment to expectation because there we have the pictures. I want life to be like this. I want to control it to be like that. I want that outcome. And, you know, I'm a a transformational coach and we work with a lot of goals and things like that. But I always say, yeah, we get, we can have a goal, but it's in a sphere. 
you get to one goal and then you've got to go round to another one and it just keeps on going round. It's just, they're just like milestones, aren't they? So I think that's probably the biggest one, the, the attachment to expectations and also waking up from this being less, this heavy coat that a lot of women wear, this kind of, oh, am I good enough for that? Am I pretty enough? Am I worthy enough? Do I deserve that? This thing that's playing, this critique that's playing in our heads very often, I I had a lot of that. I feel that you live your life and you have this kind of plaster around your heart and it's almost like you're scraping it away with a butter knife most of the time and then suddenly something happens and and you've got a chisel and it cracks a lot open and it might pierce you a bit and and that hurts. And I've had a few of them as well. Like I lost my home and all my belongings back in 2011 when I left Spain and came back to the UK with my two daughters and two suitcases and had to start all over again, pretty much homeless. And that was a big one as well. That kind of cracked that control, thinking that life, that you could do something in life and then suddenly life comes back and says no this is what's going to happen this is what's this is what you've got to get through and you know it's just such a cliche to say it makes you stronger and all of that but at the end of the day that is where you find your voice (laughs) it's like these little twigs isn't it they all poke at you and and yet they get woven into this nest that really nurtures a, a purpose and nurtures you to evolve as a person Uh, yeah funny I was just gonna say that those very words evolution that's what I hear when you say Mm. that it's like and that cracking open it's bloody painful (laughs) and it's scary and maybe we wouldn't choose for it to happen that way and yet when it does happen it's when even more good can get through eventually somehow and we evolve into that next place in ourselves that's right And what I hear when you were sharing, it was very much about that resilience and staying with the uncomfortable. And I feel there is also a lot of vulnerability associated with that as well. Yeah, vulnerability. That's a big one, isn't it? Being confident enough to be vulnerable and to ask for help, because I had to do a lot of that when I first got to the UK. And the shame that's associated with that as well, feeling shameful that you've done something wrong, that you haven't been that woman that you were supposed to be, that mother that takes care of everything, that you've lost everything, you know. So, yeah, I think there's so much power in that vulnerability. And how did you deal with all that shame and and guilt? This has been the truth for me for quite a while now. It's sometimes just responding to a call rather than reacting. That's the best way I can put it because... Yes, I did react. I'm not going to say I didn't react. There were times where I bloody did react. I mean, I reacted big time and probably drove my kids mad and my husband who came to join us later, I probably drove him mad. There were times when I really broke down and and they were very difficult times, especially as my youngest daughter got quite traumatized when she was a teenager. So yes, there were difficult times, but I think I started to learn that It was more about responding to the next X, the next step forward, being able to say yes and just take that step forward and realizing that life isn't about you imposing on things. And we're going back to that control again. It's kind of like there's a co-creation going on 
that it's not all about you saying, I'm going to soldier through this, I'm going to do this. It's actually being able to say, right, I'm going to stop now. I'm going to listen. I'm going to get myself out the way. And I'm just going to respond to what is next. And I think that, funnily enough, the voice, the physical voice has helped me to do that because the physical voice brings you back to the body. It gets you out of your head, which is where you have all of these kind of, I'm going to make it right. I'm going to make sure my kids aren't suffering right now. They had to go through that. For one reason or another, they had to go through that the same as I did. And there was a letting go of that need to take control of everything. That share just really touched me. I actually feel quite emotional right now. And I think what's touched me the most about what you're saying there is the humility and knowing there's something bigger, (laughs) bigger than us. Mm. And that kind of surrendering and just going with what is and then making the best from there. Yes, exactly. There is something bigger than us. I am so sure of that. I feel it in every moment. And I feel that also there's a choice at every moment as well to listen and to be in connection with that. And at the moment that we take over and we try to control that, then we lose it. And the voice is is such a great way of connecting with that because, well, the way I work is, it's all about vibration, the quality of vibration that the, um, the voice has. And we have a little melodic interlude in your background even there, Sharon. How appropriate is that, that we have music when you're speaking? Yes, I could have sung with that, couldn't I? <laughs> but I love what you mentioned there, the power of choice. Really taking charge of your life and not reacting, but responding. You choosing how you want to respond to things. I think that's proper being the, the leader in your life. Exactly. I love that. The being the leader in your life. Yeah, because we all are leaders at the end of the day, aren't we? And that choice is there when we come back to ourselves, when we come back to our body and we claim ourselves fully 100%. That's where we express from. There's no room for anything else to come in and take over or there must be energy coming at us and through us all day long. And if we're withdrawn and distracted, what is coming through us what could suddenly come through and and make us react or feel hurt or triggered but when we're with ourselves when we're fully with ourselves we have that beautiful connection and that's where the expression comes from so that's all about authentic expression isn't it that's where it that's what it is yeah i'm just thinking a big yay to everyone that listens to our podcast because you are really the voice of what we're about freedom free expression liberation putting your voice out there authentically and it's not again not just through the way you're communicating that so eloquently through your words but just the way that you're freeing your voice so incredibly inspiring and yes to your message sharon oh thank you (laughs) i say yes (laughs) to So I know your company is called Gorgeous Hearts and it isn't a surprise to me, but I'm like getting a bit curious about how that came about and what that all means to you. Yeah, it started off as a blog site. I just wanted to write. I felt this urge to write and express myself. Uh, Gorgeous Hearts was because I just had a feeling that I was in connection with my own heart and I could feel that everybody else was a gorgeous heart that sometimes don't display behaviors of being a gorgeous heart, but 
really they are. I wanted to write and to help women to be more loving with themselves. So that's how it all started. It's all about self-love. I just felt that, you know, if we can get some more people to really start loving themselves and that love is spherical, isn't it? It's not, we don't keep it for ourselves. The more love we have in our own bodies, the more it expands and it affects everybody around us. And that's what the world could really do with. So that's what I, that's what it started out as. And then I started to think, well, I'd really like this to be a business, actually. And I that's when I decided to do some training and become a coach. I thought, well, if I can actually sit in front of women and know how to coach them, then I can take that the next step. And that's what I did. So Gorgeous Hearts has evolved. I really feel that businesses completely evolve with you, don't they? They they start off as an expression and they just evolve and expand as you do. Mm. Now it's completely morphed into something else and I think it will morph again. Yeah, <laughs> I think it? it will keep changing. <laughs> That's evolution as well. Listening to your mission, it's so honorable and so beautiful and so gorgeous. So what's next for you, Sharon? That is a great question. You know what we were saying before about co-creation? I'm not really sure what that next X is, but I have a feeling that it's somewhere around helping teenagers with their expression. That is my passion. That is really, really strong in my heart. And I really feel like I want to do that. I've been a teacher for quite a long time. But I got into the women empowerment because I also worked as a HR manager and I was seeing a lot of women and I've, I've been coaching a lot of women who have had trouble getting heard and using their voice effectively with presentations, with, with all sorts of things. So it, it kind of grew in that way. And I will continue with that because I love helping women at the moment, I'm helping women who are solopreneurs, you know, coaches, consultants, that sort of thing, therapists maybe. And, you know, it's about breaking free. It's about breaking free of those, everything that holds your voice back. You make me think in songs. That's the effect you have on me. So I was thinking, I want to break, break free. free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do a duet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to, Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling that I want to help teenagers because of what my teenage daughter went through when we came to the UK and how alcohol and drugs, they were around everywhere. And three of her friends, not close friends, but three people that she knows that she hung out with committed suicide. And it's something that's going up. It's becoming something that we hear more and more about. I'm not sure whether teenagers are really heard they're heard by their parents and their teachers, but are they really heard other than being on social networks and things like that? And I think it would be really great for them to be able to come to connect with their voices and be able to feel that they have a voice in the world and to empower them. So that's something that I'm thinking of, but not right now. I'm just going to develop where I am at the moment and consolidate that a little bit more. Wow, you have a lot of irons to your fire. And I know you also have a book that you're either writing or finished writing the My River of Sensitive Expression. I'd love to know more about that as well. It's kind of on the back burner a little bit. It, 
it started off with this. Have you ever had that urge to just sit down and write whatever comes to you? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's wonderful, isn't it? It's such a wonderful therapy. And you don't realize what you're going to write. You don't sit there with that right, I'm going to write a story about this. You just sit there and what was coming out was actually it became an autobiography. I was a very sensitive child. I still am very, very sensitive. It was difficult to get myself heard. I very often went the other way with that and made myself look very extrovert and very loud to cover up the shyness, the fact that I was introverted and a lot of that's coming out in the book, but it's a slow one. It's not, there's no rush with it. It's just like every time I can, I get on my laptop and I just write a few more words and another paragraph. And I can feel that it's quite poetic. There's a, there's a lot of imagery and that sort of thing that's coming out. I think it'll be something that's very big for me. Very lovely for me to just get out. It's something about me that needs to come out. That's really beautiful because it seems like you are in tuned and aligned with your process of creation as well. Yes, I think everybody is. It's just the level of distractions that we have and the amount of that we will say yes to, to respond and, and listen and observe and be with ourselves fully, isn't it? We've all got that ability to read what's going on energetically. I don't believe there's anybody who doesn't. It's just that, of course, when you shut it off with the, with the heavy foods, the, the, the alcohol, the drugs, the social, the, media, the social media, the television, exactly. And you could go on and on and on. Exactly. exactly. Um, you have been working a lot with women and also yeah. the topics that you mentioned are quite relevant for a lot of us. So do you have any advice also through your journey and the work that you have been doing for our listeners? My advice to any woman is to fully claim herself in every aspect, not just mentally, not just thinking about it, but actually coming back to their body and whatever that they're not accepting about themselves to really connect with it. So if it's the body, if it's some part of the body that they're not connecting with, to actually breathe into that body, to bring gentle quality, vibrational quality to that area of their body and to fall in love with themselves. Because as soon as they start to fall in love with themselves, they realize that it's the most natural thing that we spend a lot of time not being natural. When we are natural, when we are authentic, that's exactly what happens that we start to love our expression? So yeah, that would be my advice. Beautiful. So beautiful and so powerful. Thank and you. So genuine. <laughs> Thank you. you no, know, that's what you are. That's who you are, and it, it's just clear um, from everything that you communicate, Sharon. Oh, that's lovely to hear. I feel we might be ready for our wildfire round. What do you think, Magenna? Yes, go for it, Tam. <laughs> so <laughs> this is just kind of a fun thing. Yeah. You get two options and you just choose one of them. Okie doke. Are you up for a bit of wildfire, Sharon? Yep. <laughs> Take it away. Here's the first. River or ocean? River. Hmm. Yeah, I can see the flow thing there. Flow, yeah. Afternoon tea or evening cocktails? Afternoon tea. Oh, proper British. 
very British there, wasn't I? Very afternoon tea. <laughs> this is McGenna's question and I love it. Yells or whispers? Mm. Yells, I think. Ah. Yeah, get it out. <laughs> yes. Get yes, it out in the world. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, our next question. Peace or fire? Fire. Yes. Definitely. Oh, we love this. We're like doing like an inner fire dance, right, McGenna? Yes. <laughs> Can you see if people could see us now with all the <laughs> hand gestures. <laughs> That's your impact, Sharon. <laughs> Last question. Wonder Woman or Barbie? Wonder Woman. Bit of a no-brainer, yes. hey? For an yeah. empowered, yeah. liberated woman like you. I'm not sure I'd wear that get up, but um, maybe 20 years ago. But yeah, Wonder Woman, definitely. <laughs> it's been so inspiring, Sharon, to have you. And also in your full expression and everything that you stand for. And also everything that you're working with women and their voice and their full holistic expression. So thank you. And thank you because I felt the gentleness of, of you two as well, of how you've enabled me to be able to share in that way. So it, there's a beautiful reflection coming from that too. So thank you. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.